Today I'm just reflecting back over the past weeks how I've been feeling with what's been going on in the world and I talk about things like the patience window and what it means for you and for your goals and how you can lengthen your patience window, how you can ensure that you're more consistent. And I also talk about something that I've been currently in the making of, in the production phase. So I hope this is an episode that really speaks to you. And my name is Christine Refo. This is Vibe Empowered. I have been so crazy tired over the past month. I really am reminded that the healing journey isn't a linear one because I frankly was jumping out of bed in the mornings at like eight. No coffee, I don't drink coffee because that overstimulates me. You know, just feeling so, so alert after a good night's rest. And well, in the past month, I've had none of that feeling. And I've also noticed that everything I was doing on the regular got a little bit heavier with a little bit more resistance between me and the thing that I wanted to do, which then again costs a little more energy, right? Because you always work on overcoming this resistance every time you want to do something that brings you closer to your goals. So I've really been feeling that resistance lately. And frankly, it's still there, even though I've, you know, done more healing work and I'm integrating and I constantly, you know, every day I do, you know, meditations and have even upgraded the kind of meditation I do to a more powerful one. And yet that resistance is there. And I really can't say more than it's both. It's the collective energy and it's the individual energy. You know, with everything that is going on in the world, things have been getting a little more like wading through mud. That's really how I would describe this. Um, some people feel really anxious and overwhelmed right now. Some people feel really sad and are grieving right now. And some people just feel freaking obliterated, which would be me, <laughs> obliterated and so tired by what's been going on. But then also on the personal side, you know, in the, just in the past month, I actually had a look back through my journal, what's been going on, you know, in the past six weeks, really, to be fair, I've started this podcast and I published the book and, you know, personally, I've been really committing to going to the gym, really recommitting to going to the gym and continuing the program that I'm on. And I am seeing results, you know, it's really so true that if you consistently do the right thing, you will see results. The question is always, are you consistent and are you consistently doing the right thing? And this is something that I do want to help you with because you can waste so much time either not starting, you know, not even having a goal and then not starting doing anything towards it. And then you can also do things that are not bringing you any closer. And this is really where a lot of awareness and a lot of guidance and a lot of strategies required. So I am working on really the final touches of a program that I'm creating because I would have needed that. And I, it came to me in hindsight that this is how I got myself out of the biggest mess of my life within six months when 
And even again this year, honestly, like I had to apply it twice, but I apply it all the time now because it's a way of thinking. So that's something that I'm preparing and I would love you to be in the space if you're interested, if you feel like you want some guidance and you, you want some momentum in your life towards the things that you actually love, not just drifting around, not just being a victim to your circumstances, then please do get on my newsletter and I will leave the link in the show notes so you can sign up because those are people that I consider, you know, my closer inner circle. I feel like I'm a little more free in how I can express myself because it's it's a closed environment. So I go a little bit more weird. <laughs> I go more weird on those people. You know, I really just share stuff about, you know, the energies, how they're impacting us, what what they can do. And I do also put my um, you know, my my future works and what I'm offering in there. It's not a sales pitch. I really want you to be where the opportunities are. And I'm offering you one in the newsletter. So consider if you want to join it, it's in the show notes. Now, having said that also individually, you know, we are each of us going through our own stuff. And I have pinned a couple of goals, actually three one-year goals for a very clear reason. And this is part of, you know, what I'm going to teach you in the program. And two of them that I'm going to share with you is one of them, you already know this probably because I've said this before, it's the booty. I've always, all my life wanted a toned booty and it sounded like the stupidest goal I could possibly pick when your life is a mess. How do you suddenly come up with the idea that a toned booty would, would be a great idea? But I didn't doubt it. You know, I didn't doubt my intuition that this was the goal I wanted to pin out of the three that I gave myself. And honestly, it's been the most transformational out of them all. And here's why. Because I had no idea how much I had to go into structural alignment, into more trauma healing, into creating a habit that is really building the foundation of how I live. Every time I go to the gym, I exercise my willpower and I become stronger in overcoming something and I come back to life. I'm moving the body, which moves lymph, which moves blood flow, which moves oxygen. It moves energy. It improves your overall state. And just being able to regularly go to the gym again and see progress has been so fundamental for my mindset to see visual change when I look in the mirror. And this goal, I, I kind of want to talk to you about like this patience window because this goal has been, it's like, it's so tied into my self image, right? Because I had a lot of negative voices around me as I was growing up as to what I looked like. You know, I had voices telling me, um, constantly telling me that I would be beautiful if I was just two or three kilos less or that I will never have toned thighs, that I will, you know, essentially just never be good enough, never look good enough. So my self-image, not just for that reason, because that would be minimal to what I had to work through, but for that reason and for many, many other reasons was absolutely abysmal. So I would actually look in the mirror and absolutely deeply, deeply hate what I saw, just deeply hate what I saw with no apparent reason because my body shape was always very far in the realm of what society would be approving of. But for me, when I looked in the mirror, I just couldn't help. but just absolutely deeply loathe what I was seeing. And what I had to learn, number one, is that it has absolutely nothing to do with your body. Your body is just holding on to all the energies 
that still remind you of stuff that happened. That anger and that self-loathing is there for a reason. It has nothing to do with your current looks. And when you do work through all that loathing and all the reasons why you look in the mirror and hate yourself so much, that's where your body can actually naturally come back to the, the shape and the structure it wants to be in. So it's really the emotions that we are seeing when we look in the mirror. We're not seeing our truth. We're not seeing our face as it is. We're not seeing our body as it is. We are seeing all of the projected hatred that we have accumulated because probably somewhere in our past, our needs weren't being respected. Our dignity wasn't respected. Our sovereignty over our own bodies wasn't respected, whether that is from conditioning from the media and from the outside world and living, you know, in a patriarchy as it is right now, or just frankly, just being told and done things to by your parents or somebody else in your field when you were probably very young and impressionable. It just is that, you know, it's so much accumulated stress and emotion and negative thoughts that came from the outside, but eventually we've made our own voice out of it. You know, what we're told over and over again, especially as children, we internalize and that then becomes the voice and the the own thoughts that we use against ourselves all the time. How we're spoken to, we learn how to speak to ourselves over time. So my self-image and body image was absolutely abysmal and I would say I've come from deeply self-loathing and being self-destructive to being very okay with myself, you know, very okay. I wouldn't say that I'm deeply, madly in love with who I am, but I know that I am far in the positive by now, that I can see my good sides. I can be open and acknowledging of what I'm good at and what I'm not good at, that I look good, that I'm smart, but also know being aware that I don't know everything and I have, you know, certain limits to deal with. So it's it's being objective rather than just being so taken over by emotions. And with this, with this context, what I want to say is that when I started going to the gym again and I was never ever able to be consistent. The only time I was truly, truly consistent with going to the gym because I've always been outdoorsy and I did a lot of, I did always do a lot of sports, but really gymming and building up some sort of strong, strong physical foundation for the sports that I was doing, I was never able to do. And the only time where I did do that, it was for four months where I joined a CrossFit gym. And if you're not familiar with CrossFit, it's well, the, the whole idea is that you are cross-fit. You're fit across many different areas, across flexibility, mobility, speed, endurance, strength. And I, I believe that's it. And it's a bit cultish. It can be really fun when you're in the cult, if you're in the group. Uh, they have their own, their own language and they train to failure and max reps and Olympic lifting and speed and running and some somebody needs to throw up. And if you can't finish the workout, people come around you and cheer you on until you do finish it, which can be extremely motivating or it can actually push you over your own limits. And for me, it pushed me across my own limits. And I had a body inflammation at every single joint because I wasn't eating enough 
and especially not for how hard I was working out for. And so it took me only four months to really destroy my body. <laughs> so I actually wasn't getting stronger. I looked strong, but my body was eating itself up because I wasn't giving it enough food. So that was the only time I really started um, being more consistent. But again, four months isn't consistent. That is that is yet again one of those all in, all out. It's one of those extreme attempts to change something about yourself so fast that you essentially burn yourself out, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally. So I basically just did that real fast and burnt myself out again. So that was not the way to do it. And now um, when I started again going to the gym, I had a lot of that specific stuff come up. You know, I've worked through a lot of shit, but there was more stuff coming up that came up around body image and will I ever look good? Um, you know, I remember just all the times I would stand in front of the mirror as a teenager and even in my early 20s and just absolutely hate myself, you know, just really, really deeply hate myself. And so it was hard for me to go to the gym and have that kind of stuff come up those kind of emotions because I was going there this is the stuff the area of my life where I wanted to see results so there was still a little bit more hanging with me that was very specific to that area and all the beliefs that I was the one who would never be able to tone up my thighs or have a toned bum and you know just feel really proud of myself of how I looked that was with me and I had to be with that and I had to heal that and overcome that and you know lo and behold I didn't give up with those thoughts I kept going to the gym and actually this time kind of slowly you know twice a week and then three times a week and if three times was too much I scaled back to two and came back to three after a while and always eating way enough every time I was hungry I would eat healthily but I was eating and and it's showing results and it's it's I'm probably the most surprised one because I just didn't believe that consistency would actually work for me for some reason because I was so used to always pushing to the very border of what I could carry which is why I burned out I was so used to just pushing everything to the edge and going as hard as I could and I actually wasn't necessarily seeing results I wasn't because back then you know I'm talking really eight years ago and more back then I had so much resistance inside of myself towards all the things I actually wanted I had so much resistance that it was the equivalent of pressing down the gas pedal all the way to see this car move. But at the same time, you have the handbrake pulled. And of course, you then have to absolutely floor it if you just want to see a tiny bit of progress. And what I have learned over the past eight years is to really let this handbrake loose, to let it go, to press that little knob on it and just push it down more and more and more, a little bit more every day. And suddenly I no longer have to floor the gas pedal. I can just gently tap it and things are moving. And I'm not used to that, <laughs> you know? It's crazy, but I'm, I'm still not used to that. I'm not used to life becoming this easy. And I was saying this to my partner the other day, 
when I don't remember what I was doing, but oh yeah, I do. I was creating the email delivery for this course that I just mentioned at the beginning. And I told them that I had planned on doing this for two years now. And I remembered when I was getting lost in graphic design choices in Canva and what colors and you know you just you can fall in this rabbit hole of choice and before you know it you're googling color psychology oh my god it's like it's fuck it's honestly just hilarious if you're on the other side of it I was trying to understand it all before I could make a choice you know because color psychology and graphic design principles and and really you forget that all you wanted was an email banner and it's, it's so wild then when you come out on the other side and you're so healed and you have really released this handbrake that suddenly you just need an email banner and within two minutes you've created one and you don't even know why you knew exactly somewhere what you wanted and you found it immediately and you didn't make a fuss about it and it looks great and it's good enough and it will do the job perfectly well. And indeed, it's actually even more optional than it is a necessity for the content of what you're creating to make a difference. It's, um, I am myself, I'm still almost speechless as to how much easier life is getting when you are really healing up all the places where you've had resistance to life, to life, really. It's resistance to life and to flow and to, you know, your own, your own healing to your own goals so having said that I have now been going to the gym and it's been getting easier and easier to go it was extremely hard for me to get started because of all the stuff that came up with the ayahuasca and you know to then actually get started again to go to the gym and feel safe in the gym and you know a very male dominated space and it's just a weird place like I've been I'm gonna tell you this story I've virtually had somebody come up to me and almost affront me by saying that unless I tell him my age, he will throw himself down the stairs. Or actually, I may not, I'm not sure if I understood it right. He may throw me down the stairs. And you just realize that you need to have really strong grounding and feel really safe to just be out in the in the world today. Like some people are just weird right now I don't know it's it's everyone is going through something emotionally that's for sure anyway coming back so I've I've really been going consistently and you know I had to overcome some stuff super minor stuff in comparison to all the work I've already been doing but you know I I couldn't be sure and it's been getting easier and what I want to tell you is something that that helps me it's it's the concept of a patience window and I don't think it's an official concept. I really just made this up, but it helped me. So I just want to share it with you. The patience window is what I've learned about myself, how long I am willing to do something before I lose patience. And then I get frustrated and then I throw a temper tantrum and then I stop. And that's, what is that? That's the behavior of a child. So you need to be aware, obviously, that when you're healing, it's your inner children coming to the forefront and you may just be a lot more childlike than you are used to. So the patience window, it would be really good if you knew your own patience window. And for me, my patience window was, let's say three or four years ago, it was like two days. I'm not even kidding, maybe three days. So let's say I started posting on Instagram 
I would look at it two or three days and see what was happening. And if I didn't see something going my way very significantly, if I if something I was expecting wasn't happening, I was throwing a fit. I was crying in childlike despair. And that was my patience window. It was the full length of three days. So when I started going to the gym and, you know, the first, the first weeks are always the hardest of starting anything. And when I started going to the gym and I signed up for the six week program within three weeks, I still wasn't seeing results. And I started having doubts and I I didn't go into fit anymore because those days are behind me. Thank God. Um, But there, I mean, they existed for sure. Um, it's just childlike behavior, right? So don't, you know, that's what we have to reparent ourselves. But anywho, six weeks went by and I didn't really see a result when other people were posting all these before and after pictures where they looked amazing. But I also had to remind myself that I was starting again. So I didn't have the momentum that some other people were having who could really push themselves in the gym. I couldn't even do the first exercises this woman gave us because... I just didn't have the strength. I didn't have the minimal strength to do the exercise that she said we should be doing for, you know, three times 15. I couldn't even do it once, one time one. So I had to build myself up from the beginning. And even after six weeks, I didn't see any progress. I knew that I was getting stronger, but I didn't visually see it. And I was just aware of my patience window and I had to become aware that this was going to be a lifestyle and not some short-term majorly overcoming something then to just drop out of it again because my resistance was too big to be overcome in that way, right? It's if you're flooring the gas pedal and that handbrake is pulled so tightly, eventually you'll burn up the engine. And I was always used to having that happen in my life. So when I actually didn't go as hard in the gym because I just frankly just couldn't but I realized that I was going to be going consistently and that this was going to be a lifestyle so I also had to eat enough I couldn't do all this you know binge eating extreme dieting uh, working out hard with under eating which is something that I used to do all the time I could no longer do that because I was in it for the long run. I still wanted to be working out a month down, six months down, three years down the line, because I actually wanted to build something. I didn't want to burn up again and have some quick results. I actually wanted real change. So I actually started seeing results after three months. After three months, my body started changing and that's where I'm at now and I'm super happy and I feel so proud and it's just going to get better from here on. But if my patience window was anywhere shorter than three months, I wouldn't have gotten to this place. And this is where sometimes we believe that change is possible for other people, but not for us. They can give us all of the strategies and all of the right things to do, but we first need to believe that they're actually telling the truth. So we need to believe them. And then we need to believe that what they say applies to us. And only with that belief, and then also with you being willing to work through all of your fears, which is you know associated to the goal, which is what I call goal checking, you then need to apply it consistently you then need to do it and you need to trust in the process if you do the right thing 
and you do it consistently and you're walking through all the fears associated that you have around your goal, you will make progress. And so I'm just adding this other insight that you can use for yourself, which is this patience window. How long is your window of patience that you're willing to do something before you throw in the towel and have a fit? Because I know this. I really know it. Two days is too short. And when you start nurturing and taking care of your inner children, you start healing up, you will realize that your patience window very naturally grows bigger. It grows bigger and longer and you'll actually be that calm, balanced, centered person who when you know something to be true and you tr you can trust, you trust in the process, but you learn to trust to begin with in yourself and that you're making the right choices over and over again. I had to learn this because I didn't have this long-term view ever. I was the person falling for all the get rich quick schemes. Maybe not, not that... <laughs> I want to say not that stupid, but I definitely wanted to believe in some of the people who were making it very credible that you could build a funnel in five days or have a business in six weeks. Like I wanted to believe all of them and I tried it. But the problem is I really fundamentally believe that if you have such a short term view that you need something so desperately that you only have a week to get it. You know, all these lose three kilos in a week or lose five kilos in a month. If you're so desperate that something needs to happen so fast in such a radical manner, whether it's for an event, some important event, or whether it's just you needing to absolutely lose that weight or absolutely making that money so rapidly, the problem is that you have the sense of urgency out of your own inner survival mechanism. So that tells me that your survival is switched on, which in turn makes it nearly impossible for you to make a decision not out of fear because you're in survival. And if you're in survival, you feel rushed, you have a sense of urgency, you feel like your life depends on you losing that weight or fitting into that dress or making that money so fast. And I'm not saying, especially with money, right? I'm not saying that there may not actually be some sort of survival attached to it in terms of you need to have bills to pay, you need to pay rent. And for some people, it may work. You know, for the super, super tiny, tiny, tiny percentage, it will work that they, you know, get on some of these get rich quick things and they will see results, but it's not going to be something that they can probably maintain or it's, you know, for the vast majority, just not applicable. Because if you are in survival, you're not in a place where you can make sound decisions from, from a grounded place and without hurry. And with this sense of urgency, if you're going into business, it's just going to throw people off because you're coming in and you're trying to get something from them because you have this need, you have this urgency about getting something that you will alienate people because it's actually the opposite. You need to shop and you need to be giving. And in order to be giving, you need to be in a place where your cup is full enough that you can start pouring from the overflow. And this is something that I was getting wrong for so many years when I was trying. I wasn't able to give. I just wanted, I needed because I was in such deep survival. 
So anywhere where you are feeling that you really hurriedly need to make some adjustments out of an inner pressure, that is such a surefire sign that you actually need to do some inner work rather than tinkering with your outside world and signing up for yet another course or um, distracting yourself with, you know, one more, I don't even know, social activity. This is where when this pressure on the inside is getting too much, you need to start letting the steam off in a very healthy way. And that's where your patience window and your long-term view will come into play and will expand more and more so that you can actually hold down some really basic solid habits that lead you closer towards towards your goals and when you have those in place you can actually live them in a way that is sustainable so you're not burning yourself you're not emptying your cup more and more and more as you're going along you're actually fueled by what you're doing and the resources that you use you're also refueling yourself you're also filling yourself up again that has been super important and I've just noticed you know how much doubt I had to work through to honestly just believe that going to the gym regularly would actually give me results because it wasn't back in the day it actually genuinely wasn't because I didn't know of the inner work I didn't know that I had to release the steam and let go of this handbrake to see results in anything I was doing. So I, three years ago, for example, even in my business, was super unproductive, very inefficient with what I was doing because I had so much resistance inside of myself. So many parts of me just didn't want to do what I wanted to do in... (laughs) They didn't want to do what I had to do in order to get to my goal. They were too scared, too angry, too caught up in things from my past to basically do anything that would make me grow, that would bring me forwards. So I had to basically just heal. You know, it's really just healing. I know it always sounds boring, but that's really what it comes to. And because I don't want to always just tell you, you know, just heal, just do these three things, because I know there are plenty of podcasts out there who just pretend that in three steps, you know, you'll be happy. Three steps to happiness. And if you just implement this one thing, you'll be happy forever or you'll be rich forever. I don't believe in that. I fucking took eight years. I have seen the truth behind those five steps and you know even just a single one of those steps can take you eight years so what I want to give you is a super sound sustainable strategic way of going about it and if you do want to be a part of it sign up on the newsletter because I will be sharing it soon I'm in the final touches And with that, I just want you to know that certain real change just takes time, which is why the only people getting rich on get rich quick quick schemes are the ones who created them, not the ones who bought them. And that's why so few people actually have the results that we're all after. You know, I remember Lisa Nichols, who's a super famous international speaker and best-selling author, and uh, she's just phenomenal. And I remember her saying, the top is empty it's it's the middle layer that is so crowded and in order to get to the top you have to do the stuff that most people aren't willing to do which is frankly dealing with what's on your inside because 
as you deal with what's on your inside, the outside steps become so freaking easy and just evident. You know, a car rolls when it's on a downhill slope and no brakes are being pulled. It just rolls naturally. So that's really what I want to help you to get to because it's just a, a different world. You, you suddenly realize that everything that you've been feeling that just felt normal, that this is how life is, is falling away and life is getting easy and it's getting peaceful and it's getting quiet in your inside. And it just also reminds me that when you... When you think that in order to be, for example, super successful, that you would just be on this runaway sensation of stress, you know, as you take on more and more responsibility, you will just be more and more stressed. Well, obviously that couldn't possibly be the case because some people are doing it and they are happy and they are not nearly as stressed as you are probably with barely a fraction of the success that they're living. And it's because they have emptied out their cup of stress and they have come into a place where they can really serve at a greater level and they can dedicate themselves to, you know, even philanthropy because they have created everything that they've ever wanted for themselves. So they can start pouring out from the overflow. And that is really where I am at with my healing journey. I'm not in that space in a lot of other areas in my life, but with my healing, I can now start pouring from the overflow because I have understood a lot of the stuff. And this is why I've started this podcast, wrote the book and will be sharing the program because I just really want to help. I wish I had found a podcast like this when I was deep in the trenches and because there wasn't one that, you know, I just found weird things talking about you know, angels and yoni eggs and I don't even know feminine essence and it's all valid and it's all great, but is it really helping me heal when I'm absolutely going through it? And I think that's the biggest question to ask. I'm really thankful you're here. Thank you for listening. And if you're still with me, all the more thank you. Consider if you want to be part of the inner circle and go to the show notes to put in your name and your email address and then I'll be in touch with you it's, it's going to be good. It really is going to be good. I'm looking forward to seeing you there.